Sometimes you just have to hit the big master reset button on your day and begin again. (laughs) You are listening to the Get Unstuck podcast with me, your host, Laura Husson. I am delighted to have you here. This podcast was being created to inspire, educate and facilitate shifts that get you unstuck, clear and moving in your life and business. Expect tips, advice and real life stories of people just like you who've gone from unclear and stuck to creating extraordinary success. It's time to let go of the how and step into the now. Oh my goodness. Welcome, friend. I'm happy to have you here. And well, it's 13.13 here in the UK as I record this episode, which feels like, oh my goodness, I did it. I managed to actually reset my day (laughs) because let me tell you, let me be really real with you. Today has been a weird one. I have been on this role of, oh my gosh, everything's amazing. This is my life now. And this morning, I mean, I don't know how much detail I'm willing to go into here. I I really want to spare you the disgusting details. (sighs) Can't really show you the emojis that I want to use. This is what I did on my Instagram story when I shared it today. But suffice to say, this morning when I woke up, and actually, let's rewind rewind a little bit. In the middle of the night, little man came downstairs. Actually, no, he was already in. Last night, he was like, I just want to sleep with you. I wasn't feeling so flash. So I had an early night and he came in, he wanted to snuggle. So that was fine. Some point in the night, he woke up and he was like, I'm thirsty. So I reached and gave him a drink and he dropped it in the bed. (laughs) I was like, no. He was like, it was an accident. I was like, I know. I'm not cross with you. It's oh, the idea of getting up. I mean, who wants to do that in the middle of the night? Get up and change all the sheets. Nobody. That's who. Certainly not me. So this morning when I woke up, I thought I'm going to have a bit of a lie in today. I usually get up quite early. I try to be up before the rest of the family and get some of the steps in on my Bellicon rebounder, which I'm obsessed with. And then I do my morning ritual and then I check in and see what feels good. What do I want to do? Make my bulletproof coffee normally and just get into the day. And this morning I walked into the lounge and so we have the two, if you're following me on Instagram, you will know I have these two ridiculously cute baby kittens and they were, how old are they? They were born in March. So March, April, May, June, July, August. They're six months. Wow. Almost six months. And they are so cute. So for you listening here in the UK, you will be familiar with the brand of cat food called Whiskers. And one of our kittens um, literally looks like the cat of the Whiskers ads and the Whiskers branding. And what we found out from the friend who we adopted these kittens from is that their grandfather, if that's a word, the grand kitten, the grand cat, was actually the Whiskers cat. So we're like, oh, of course they look like the Whiskers cat because they are literally direct descendants of the Whiskers cat. So they're very cute. They're very gorgeous. This morning, when I walked into the lounge, their gorgeousness did nothing for me. (laughs) Because I had had the early night, I guess they had protested or they had made other arrangements for themselves 
other than using the litter tray because it hadn't been scooped and refreshed late night like I usually do. And so they just decided that they would, you know, that's all right, we'll just find somewhere else to take care of business. (sighs) Not only did the two baby kittens do that, well, I say two, if I'm really honest, I think it's just one. (laughs) That's a whole other story. Um, we We have another cat that we've had for years and she's called Gizzy. And Gizzy, um, it's quite funny, really, because Gizzy is an outdoors cat. She's always outdoors. The kittens don't, they're too little. They haven't had their, they haven't been neutered, spayed, whatever, castrated, whatever you call it, whatever word we want to use for boy kittens. Yet, so they don't go out, even though, I mean, anybody whose cat got pregnant by these two would be really excited about the cute baby kittens. (laughs) It would lean to. All that aside, they stay in right now. So they're all about the litter tray. Gizzy was locked in the house accidentally last night. And she has always, when she can't get outside, she has always used the bathtub as her place where she takes care of business. So I walked into the lounge, straight into the downstairs bathroom. And I'm like, oh, Gizzy, thanks. Cleared that up, went into the lounge. And I was like, what is that? There was a, um, we take care of our own business right next to the litter tray. Not in it, just right next to it. Cleared that up. Went to walk into the kitchen and as I walked past the front door, there's a hairball coughed up. I'm like, what is going on? Why is this happening? There was then a, um, there was a beeping and I couldn't understand where the beeping was coming from. But as I was heading into the kitchen to investigate, there was a bag, uh, like a roll of dog bags that had fallen onto the floor. So I picked them up and started rolling them up again. And the little cat saw that and thought it was a game and proceeded to run towards me and climb my left leg as though it was a tree. Claws all the way in. It was like, What? is happening layer upon layer and bear in mind it's like 6am (laughs) so then we circumnavigated that one and I went into the kitchen and I realized the beeping was coming from the fridge and the freezer door has been left not just a little bit open wide open all night long the whole freezer is defrosted oh I couldn't believe it honestly I was like what is going on today Now, in addition to this, there were other really stupid things happening, like everything I picked up was was dropping. Something was just feeling really funky. And I was just sharing with my friend, we were just laughing about the ridiculous day I'd had because she'd seen my Instagram story. And I was saying, I said, oh, I don't know, I'm out of alignment. And I was like, actually, that's not true. I'm in alignment with things that are not desirable for me right now. So when I say I'm out of alignment... We're never actually really out of alignment. We're always in alignment with something. It's about making sure that we are in alignment with the goals or the direction that we desire. (laughs) And that's definitely not where I was this morning. And so the reason I wanted to record this right now, this snapshot, is because there's like an old version of me who, with that string of events, and I mean, honestly, I'm sure listening, it sounds funny. (laughs) But if you put yourself in my, I was going to say shoes, but bare feet, padding through the kitchen in the morning, ready for my blissful morning and time to myself, bearing in mind, we're still in the like pandemic lockdown situation. Although some restrictions have eased, we are still choosing not to be out and about unless it's for necessary things. And 
having the kids and everybody in the house just all the time, those moments, those mornings are like sacred to me. So I'm padding through the house in my bare feet. All of this wave of catastrophe is literally all around me. (laughs) And I just know that there's an old version of me who would have really lost her temper. When I say lost temper, I'm not really somebody who's ever really lost temper, but who would have really queried and been frustrated. You know, I'd have been almost probably at the point of tears with frustration, given that string and how that all came together. Whereas this version of me was able to immediately recognize, you need to hit the reset button. Like something is off here, clearly. This has all happened while you've been sleeping. I still haven't worked out what the answer is. I'm always looking for the lesson. I'm like, okay, something's happening. I'm supposed to pay attention. Show me the lesson and then we can move on. Things kept happening, kept happening, kept happening. And I was like, right, I'm clearly not absorbing what I need to learn from this. So what I needed to do is I could sit there and I could torment myself over like, well, I need to find the solution. I need to understand what it is. Or I can just shift something else. And what was in my control to shift was my environment. So what I did was I brought myself upstairs. (laughs) I'm laughing because, oh my goodness, honestly, I wish you could have seen it. I felt like I was looking for hidden cameras. I felt like I was on some kind of like punked show. (laughs) And I came upstairs to my office and I thought, right, I'm not getting done. I was trying to um, run some testing this morning for something new that I'm creating. And it was a really simple process. And I was speaking with another friend who was saying to me, it should, she's like, you know how to run ads. This should take you like 10 minutes. Oh my goodness. I have just finished in the last 15 minutes and it has taken me six hours to work through it. Not because it was complicated not because I didn't know what I was doing or it was hard, but because it was interruption, distraction, me not staying focused, just different things chipping away. And I was like, why have I made this so hard for myself today? And again, it's like the old version of me could have been like, oh, kids, oh, cats, oh, blaming things outside of me. What I knew and know to be true is that this is happening as of my creation. This is a result of something I have decided Maybe I'm hitting some kind of upper limit, some kind of resistance, some kind of sabotage pattern. And I'm like, oh my gosh, it's so, things are so good right now. It can't possibly stay this easy and this good, right? I know you've experienced that feeling. And it's real. It's that feeling of just like, oh my goodness, what happens now? Uh, all the things. And I just wasn't available for that today. So I came up to my office, as I said, ready to get that quiet time. Lo and behold, The big kitten followed me and Finn followed me. (laughs) And not only did he follow me, but on his way up the stairs, he found his plastic play um, superhero sword and just came into my room and started like performing his superhero moves. (laughs) It's like, oh my goodness, this day, this day, this day, this day. So it's been very interesting. I knew, and I'm saying this because I'm sharing this with you because I want you to know It's not always, you know, there's no point where you're like, oh, well, I'm done now. You know, I'm evolved. I'm transitioned into the highest version of self. There is no destination like that. And actually, I feel like trying to achieve that is problematic. And it's just setting yourself up for disappointment. And I feel like the reason that we do that is probably because we don't expect really to ever feel like we're good enough or we're done enough. And I am just embracing the now, okay? So this is one of the things that I say, even in the podcast intro, is letting go of the how 
and getting into the now. And so when I knew, okay, every reminder has come to me to say, it's time to hit the master reset button, start this day over. Immediately, I found myself going to, but how? And the reason I was going to how, and the reason that how ever is a thing in my life now, is because when I'm doing that, I'm not in and of myself. I'm not being present. And so I know that. I know that to be true. This is also true for you. So anytime you start to find that you're asking how, and I know I've recorded a whole other episode on this, um, but when you start to ask yourself how, just remind yourself, anchor in, when I'm asking how, I'm not in the now. Okay. So I was like, okay, I don't need to worry about how. Be present now. Check in with my body. What do I want? What do I need to do? I was like, do you know what I need? I don't need to like meditate or do my hypnosis or journal or do anything. All I need is to shift my environment, create some quiet space for myself so I can concentrate and get this work done that I want to do because I actually desire to be on the other side of this outcome. And now that the ads are all live and the testing is in progress, I literally was like, yay, happy dance. This is perfect. And as soon as I got there, I had two calls booked in today and I'm really looking forward to both of them. But given the morning that I had had, I was like, oh, I'm feeling a little bit over, like a little bit frazzled, let's say. And I would love to just have an open schedule today. And the second of those calls actually wanted to reschedule because of internet issues. And I was like, oh, I'm really looking forward to this conversation. And isn't it perfect that it's a win-win for both of us to reschedule today? So I managed to, as soon as I got back into my own vortex and created that space, got present with the now, I managed to create enough bandwidth for somebody else to feel that and to receive that energy so that everything slipped back into that lovely, glossy, sexy alignment where things feel easy and everything feels like matched up and for me. And in the background, I can hear Finn thundering towards me. So get ready for some background noise, which will only be appropriate for the kind of for the kind of podcast that I'm recording today. Okay, my boy, I love you. <laughs> yes, I can. <laughs> See you later. Do you know I'm not even going to edit that out because it's the perfect testimony <laughs> to what I'm talking about today. So... I wanted to share this. I wanted to share it from now because I know that, again, it's about being present with the now and that later, it's very easy later to romanticize it. It's very easy later down the road to be like smiling and laughing. And yes, I'm smiling and laughing now. And I've been smiling and laughing all morning because the truth is that where I'm at in my process and my journey right now, I'm pretty much always smiling and laughing. I'm always able to find the funny side. So even when it literally feels like the SHIT is hitting the fan or the floor or beside the litter tray or in the bathtub, (laughs) I am able to find the funny side because when there's humour, there's a shift in state. And when we're in that funky thing, we get two choices. We can either believe, we go into victim mode where we're like, oh my goodness, everything's going wrong today. I don't understand why. I don't deserve this. Or we get to find the bright side and see what's possible, what's in my control right now. How can I influence things and how can I create the shift that I desire? And so for me, that was a case of just simply changing my state, shifting things into, okay, 
You want to be on the other side of getting this testing up and running. And that's it. That was that was the simple, plain desire that I had. And now I have that in place and things feel great again. Because what happened as well today was that every day this week, because I'm at this point of speaking, now obviously at the point of listening, I'm already on the other side of this. See how meta this is. At this point right now, I am recording two podcast episodes a day ready for my launch so that we don't get into, um, oh, we got a live podcast and now we've got to hustle every week to create a new episode. So I wanted to record two episodes every day this week. And this morning when I was in the thick of it and before I was able to recognize where I was and turn things around, I was already dismissing the possibility that I might be able to record two episodes today. Isn't that funny? So I was already in the place of, oh, well, that's not possible because, which again is victim mode, right? That is me allowing victim mode. Now, I want to be really careful with the, or really conscientious around the use of the word victim, because when I'm talking about the word victim in this sense, I'm talking about us being victim of our own thoughts and our own mind and where we take ourselves of our own doing. I am not talking about people who are victim of the actions of others. Now, that's a whole separate conversation. I'm sure we'll have some point here on the podcast. Or um, it's definitely a conversation we've had inside the shift sessions. It was a really interesting, beautiful conversation. Because we can't speak to the circumstances or lived experiences of others. We can only speak to our own experience, our own human lived experience. And so it's really important that we recognize that when we're talking about being a victim, we can only talk about ourselves. So I am aware that I'm talking this morning that I was allowing myself to go into victim mindset and I'm not comparing that to anybody's situation where they have been victim to outside circumstances, right? So I want to, the reason I want to clarify that is because people get very triggered when you use the word victim, And the reason is that when you talk about the word victim or you mention it, people have this image of, well, that, you know, victim is only for people who've had something really terrible happen to them. Or it's used in a derogatory sense. You know, it's seen as weakness, right? Oh, you're such a victim, that kind of way. But we really are in control of that when it comes to our mindset and the way that we approach things and our emotional state. And our emotional state is only ever a snapshot second to second, because anything can change it, right? Even you've all had those experiences, right? Where you're really feeling low and kind of bummed out and like, oh, this is just, I'm just writing today off and I'm going to start tomorrow. I could have so done that this morning, but I just was not available for having a whole day wiped out to a poopy beginning. (laughs) So it's one of those things that I really needed to share with you that I had my own level of consciousness when I am experiencing victim mode. And when I'm there, rather than berate myself for it or to give myself a hard time for it, I'm able to recognize it, shift my state. And all that takes, I don't have to believe that it's possible. I don't even have to have a big process involved. It's literally, okay, I'm picking my laptop up and moving to another room. I'm closing the laptop and I'm getting on my rebounder for 20 minutes. I'm closing the laptop and I'm going to have a bath. Or even I'm going to go and take a nap and start the day again. Right? All of those things were available options. Equally, as was, oh, well, that's today written off. 
Okay, they are all equal opportunities available at that moment. I know that it has taken time and intention for me to be experienced enough and to have gathered enough evidence that the reticular activating system in my brain is now trained to seek out opportunities to climb back up the emotional ladder when I'm feeling, ugh, that doesn't come without practice. It doesn't come without tools. It does not come without resources. Now, I have resourced myself to the eyeballs with ways of doing that. And I'm really fortunate that I have those resources at my disposal. And this is one of the things I want to give the whole world is I want everybody to have those resources, no matter what their situation, so that no matter what your lived experience is, you have the power in your own mind, in your own body, in your own hands to be able to shift how you feel about what's happened in any given moment. Because that is where freedom lies. And that is exactly what I've experienced today. So I'm going to cut this episode here. I say cut, it sounds like I'm cutting it in the middle. I'm going to bring us to a close. I feel complete with this topic for now. I'm noticing as I'm recording that not all my episodes are necessarily the same length and I'm being okay with that. I would love you to tell me. You can at me on Instagram. Come and find me on Instagram. I'm at Totally Laura. And send me a DM. Tell me what kind of length of podcast episodes do you normally enjoy? Do you appreciate short, snappy 10-minute episodes so you can listen and move on? Do you prefer long, juicy, deep dive kind of length, like feature length episodes, if you like, so you can really get into the heart of something? Or do you like a mix? I'd love to know. Come and tell me if you know somebody who can relate to my poopy start to the day and needs to hear this episode. I would love you forever if you would share, share this episode. Leave me a review wherever you're listening because I'm telling you, these reviews, I used to think, I want reviews, whatever. And as a result, I never used to ask for them. And in full transparency, always a little bit awkward and, oh, it's not cool to ask for somebody to leave you a positive review. They make such a difference and now I'm so it's so important to me to get this message into the hands of the people who need it that if you can share this episode with somebody, tag them in a post that you see on social media or just send them the link to the podcast, I know that somebody else gets to see, oh, something else, a different reality might be possible for me than I had ever considered before. And that changes someone's life. How incredible is that? What a beautiful gift. So come and find me on Instagram at Toti Laura. Send me a DM telling me, <laughs> you can tell me about your own poopy experiences of turning things around. I love hearing your stories. You can tell me how long episodes you like, what kind of length you like, and feel free to share this podcast with your friends. I love you. I appreciate you spending your time with me today and I'll see you on the next episode. I so appreciate spending time with your ears today. <laughs> if you're not already, come and follow me on Instagram. Let's be friends. You can find me at Totally Laura, where I share behind the scenes, latest updates and freebies, as well as giving you the opportunity to tell me what you want to hear more of here on the podcast. I'll be waiting for you in the DMs. <laughs>